Our guardian star lost all his glow the day that I lost you. He lost all his glitter. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 124. 124. Yeah. And I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Henry. I'm Chloe. And this time around, we are doing another quarantine edition, another remote edition, <laughs> oh. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. We have a review of the HBO series Watchmen that came out, I guess, premiered in maybe November of last year and finished up, I guess, towards the beginning of 2020. But we are going to be doing a review of that as well as the new Netflix movie Code 8. So uh, it's going to be a number one movie trending on Netflix. Yes. Then we also have a little bit of news. Maybe we can touch on that Capone trailer. Chloe, have you had a chance to check that out? Yes. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. With Tom Hardy. And then we also got some David Bowie to talk about. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We got a little smidge of Dune. Yeah. And then we have a. Uh, listener question concerning what we miss most about movie theaters. Ah. Yeah, as well as some other stuff we watched. All the probably usual. the ten-year-olds on Snapchat during the movie. That's probably that's probably my pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I like yes. movies. <laughs> yeah. All the, all the usual stuff. So thanks again for joining us. And if you caught last week's episode, I think we have figured out the remote audio. Because we are dealing with that for a little bit, but I think we got it sounding pretty good, and so hopefully we can. Content- <laughs> As you said that, your thingy like fro- went. Rah, rah, you know? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chloe, how are you today? Oh, pretty good, Henry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to think if I have any stories, but probably not. Well. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I actually have one, a quick, wow. li- a quick little one, yeah. So on Monday, I believe Draw it, it out. was, <laughs> yeah, Draw on, out. on Monday, this was approximately oh six thirty in the morning, something like okay. that. I was woken. Uh, so the night before, we had had some rain and wind, very oh big time. I yeah. slept through it. Yeah. Anyways, around that time, I got a huge alarm blare waking me up saying that's the one i slept through (laughs) yeah saying severe hurricane uh tornado warning take take shelter now yeah and we my mother was woken up as well and so we looked at the tv and there was a massive potential tornado dropping down right near our house right there right in our direction yeah and Mm -hmm. we had to get my dog and uh, the two of us down into the basement and hunkered down. You have a basement? Oh, yeah. Wow, how fancy is that? <laughs> yeah. And also, re- relating to you, Chloe, this shows the kindness of your family. I got a text from your sister, Gemma, saying, Hey, Henry, tornado. You should, <laughs> prob- you know, uh, you should probably nice. take cover if you have not already. And I said, Gemma, thank you so much. I have. I'm, I'm where I should be. She is nicer and more often awake than I. Sure, but so thank you for that checkup. 
<laughs> Gemma. But thankfully, it dissipated before it got to our house. Oh, good. So, but it was it was quite a, a very stressful time because it did seem like it was going to go right past us, and it was a bit a uh, bit nerve wracking, Chloe. Yeah, we got some. I got some uprooted uh, trees. Oh yeah. On. Oh wow. I got my butterfly bush is uh, on its last leg. It's all out of the ground. <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of some of the uh my uh screen porch, the little screen window parts whoosh, blew off. Oh man. Yeah. But I, again, I w- I wasn't really there for it, so. Right. Well, Whoops. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, one other thing we can mention briefly, there is some new FilmBuds merch on the, the store at thefilmbuds.com, so check Ooh. that out. And I am in the process, as I said last week, of designing a, a hoodie for that will go to support COVID-19 charities. And I'm trying to figure out to see if I can just make the entire store go all to that. So like all the proceeds from all the items, but I'm having to, to go through their company and to figure that out. So it might, might be a minute, mm. but theoretically I might be able to get that happen to where all the, the profits will go to Kind-soul. various charities. So we'll, we'll see if we can get that going. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Chloe, any, anything else you want to mention? Uh, no. <laughs> cool. I wish. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's not a Dang. whole lot. Yeah. I got 11 things up. For just for the sake of this, mm. I can't even. I can't think of a, a single thing that I've even. Uh, who knows? Time is a flat circle. Very much so. Yeah. I met oh. Danny Radcliffe. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, All right. Well, we're gonna have to put our little. Uh, oh. we're gonna have to. Re- yeah. Speaking of Daniel Radcliffe, actually, I don't know if you saw Chloe. Nice. He just did a podcast for the New Yorker. They do this like. Liter- literature reading and he read a excerpt from a book and it's, it's like it's like maybe 10 minutes long i gotta get on it yeah I, I believe it's the one of the new yorker podcasts or the new york times i can't remember which but preferably the new yorker that yeah. i bet is the new yorker yeah oh that's cute yeah I, my brain's going all over the place now i'm thinking that there should be like a little where's waldo in the new yorker mm. somewhere in it but it's a little Where's Daniel? There's hmm. a little Daniel Radcliffe. Right. But also I feel guilty because when I picture it, he's got, you know, glasses. Yeah. Which he doesn't in real life. <laughs> I think he has great vision. So mm. the irony. The irony. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and jump in. Why not, right? Why not? Let's get into our review of Watchmen. And we do have a clip. Let's take a listen. We are no one. We are everyone. And we are invisible. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. We convinced ourselves that they were gone. Tuck. But they were just hibernating. Tick, tock, They came for everybody. All oh, police. Are we safe? I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. All right. Well, Watchmen is created by Damon Lindelof and is based off the famous graphic novel of the same name. 
It stars Regina King, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, Tom Meissen, Jeremy Irons, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Howard, Louis Gossett Jr., Tim Blake Nelson, Don Johnson, Gene Smart. Don Johnson? Yeah, he was the... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sa- Sarah Vickers and... A few more. And the synopsis is set in an alternate history where masked vigilantes are treated as outlaws. Watchmen embraces the nostalgia of the original groundbreaking graphic novel of the same name while attempting to break new ground of its own. Nice. That's actually not bad. That's not bad. Uh, But to be fair, it didn't say anything about the plot. No. So it's the least offensive IMDb has been. But by means of not actually addressing uh, the thing at all. Yeah. Well, Chloe, you saw this before I did. I, I have seen the uh, the Zack Snyder film from, I don't know, 2009, I think. And I, I have read the, the graphic novel, but it was years ago. But you saw this show before I did. Oh, I was hyped for this show. I was ready yeah. to go. So it's yeah. been a minute, to be fair. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute, which is probably good. Because I'd probably go annihilation on you with this one. So right. it's good. It's good that I've had some distance. Mm-hmm. Well, what'd you think of it? No, you start, Henry. I love it. We, I already yeah. said that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty big Damon Lindelof fan. He was, he kind of had a bad rap for a while because I think a lot of people were upset over Lost and how it ended, but I, I never watched Lost. Who wasn't? Yeah, I, I never watched it, so I didn't really have any opinion on that. I blame JJ, honestly. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I fair enough. I just do. Based mm-hmm. on their track records, Yeah, JJ is a Yoko. <laughs> yeah, but he went on to do write Prometheus and I think Star Trek Into Darkness as well, which JJ Abrams did, and he also created The Leftovers on HBO. I never watched that, but you watched that. Yeah, yeah, and I'll, I'll talk about that in just a minute. I think he, he's a pretty interesting writer with yeah. a very, pretty distinctive style. And I, I thought that this was a really, really good show, which I guess is the Ooh. the general opinion on it. Having seen the original movie, I'm really glad it didn't just do the graphic novel, but in long form. Oh, yeah. Because if you want to watch a very close adaptation of it, just watch the Zack Snyder movie. Because from what I can see, that is a pretty close comparison but in this he really does do his own thing with it and that works to its advantage completely totally yeah but it's so well written and directed and the trent reznor and atticus ross score amazing (laughs) a lot of great soundtrack choices as well Mm -hmm. yeah 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 regina king incredible ah ah yeah Yeah. ah if you haven't seen uh uh if Beale Street could talk, grab oh, yeah. your grab your tissues, but dang if it isn't worth it even just for her performance. Yeah. And of course I love the Dave Franco scene, but Regina King's performance, oh my gosh, it makes your bones it makes your bones hurt. In yeah. a good way. In a good mm. way. You know? Yeah. Mm. Ha- having seen the the promos for the show beforehand, I loved i I really really liked all of it but i am a little bit sad that 
the first three or four episodes weren't the whole show because I was really enjoying the dystopian anarchist vibe with the the police officers with the masks and the the Rorschach group and I really enjoyed that more slightly more grounded world as opposed to when they get into the Dr. Manhattan stuff it was more sci-fi heavy which is fine it's not really a bad thing but I really loved the first three or four episodes slightly more than the latter half but that being said everything with Dr. Manhattan towards the end is done really really well and was just as compelling I I just found that there was kind of a a drop-off of certain elements that I wish had kept through the whole show. I think it's a hot take Henry. Is it? From yeah, from what I've heard and read, that's a hot huh. take. Yeah, I, James Walk is in this. I just remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> so, because I I loved, it's rare I comment on a show, in in this way, but the the costume design is amazing. Really, like uh, uh, anytime there's yellow in the show, it looks great. Like the masks, any little touches on the, um, the weaponry or or in the production design. All that stuff I loved, and again, it just felt like it was kind of dropped off a little bit, but even with that said, I think it's episode six, the black and white episode. Amazing. It's Amazing. the best. It's the best. Yeah, it's, I literally turned to my this, dad, I'm pretty sure, and said this is the best episode TV of the year, at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. honestly. It, oh, there's wow, a, it's not, incredible. Not, yeah, not to give any away, but it, it goes into this flashback if you will and it's in black and white and it's pretty much like that for the entire episode and it is so well done in every possible way it was incredible the storytelling the visual style the performances the the thematic elements it was incredible i could not believe that it was that good because usually so. I'm not about a flashback. I'm not that kind of person. I said, okay. I usually I'm like this a little lazy, whatever. But this was so beautiful. And it was clearly, I mean, it's, it was clearly, uh, it wasn't like, oh, we got to fill this in. Like it was supposed to be, it was all on purpose. And right. they, they kind of made the flashback more like uh, tangible. It's not like somebody, you know, looks into the distance and it goes, like that wavy mm-hmm. thing and then you're there it like is part of the it's an integral grounded part of the story which yeah. I which I think it was a good choice but yeah it's so good <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so solid yeah. yeah I cried I don't know if I laughed but maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. definitely oh, yeah. cried yeah said, yeah yeah oh my god yes I think it's also, the perfect show to be made right now and not in an yeah, annoying I agree not like yeah. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say it. Um, shoot, what was I going to say? Um, I have that effect. <laughs> um, shoot. Shall I pick up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> well, where to start? Well, so I didn't know. I don't know that if you say like Damon... Lindelof, Lindelof? I'll yeah. have to think even before I say his last name for a second. You know what I mean? Right. It's not on the tip of my tongue, the front of my mind. But, wow, if he can't orchestrate, you know, he's a real uh, conductor, you know? Right. Not like the train, not like the heat, like of an orchestra, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, And I think it's because, and I've watched a lot of interviews and stuff, 
and uh, he seems like a a person that I would like, and that yeah. just then has a big effect, uh, kind of, um, because the reasons I would like him translate very well into why I think his TV show is so successful. Like, uh, he has humility in a way that allows for a lot of creativity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's not too dead set. It's not like my way or the highway, and he's not doing anything. He's doing everything. Well, it's like I say, like, movie lovers are the best at making movies. This, I think this, I think that sticks here. And the, the biggest part of it with him, I feel like, is he respects the craft so much. And also, uh, the, I think he knows the, um, responsibility to get all super powery, the, like, responsibility he has, um, and the power he has with, you know, the platform he's been given. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. He, and he it wasn't even his idea to. He didn't pitch the show; they pitched it to him. Not like all he, he went off and did his thing, but they basically like HBO apparently said they want to do a Watchmen adaption and had like no adaptation, right? Yeah, Ugh. you got it. You got it. Everybody does that, right? Is that <laughs> yeah. like a it's like a thing, right? And, no, okay. that's that's common. It's all but um. But, but, and then he was like, oh, I don't know, because I don't want to step on my toes and story that's been told and blah, 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 like this. And then, and they were like, okay. And apparently they asked him three times. And then on the third time, he said, well, they're obviously wanting to make it. And if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. So mm, I guess mm-hmm. I should do it. Yeah. And they did it. And I'm so happy he did. I, he put yeah. lots into it. And it lined up perfectly. And he... You can, t- you know, the whole idea of not wanting to step on your own toes shows itself to be the case because it takes place like, you know, decades after where we leave off. Mm-hmm. And it's just cool because, I don't know, it's like a really, really successful form of fan fiction, maybe. I don't know. Like, because it's the yeah. uh, same characters and stuff, not just the same world, which I feel like is the usual deal or like even you know like star warsy where there's like little remnants of like the past characters and then you know the new whatevers so it's not like that and uh i just i just really respect him a lot for what he did with it uh and you know he's not pandering and he's not holding back and he's not uh uh i don't know he he just you can tell he uh values like i said values the art form loves it and uh, wanted to do something uh important with it yeah i agree about him he doesn't having being familiar with the original story he does a great job of including remnants of that for people who may have seen it but even if you don't you may be slightly lost at times but i, ha- I had no idea i watched it with my dad as you may recall and we both said, right Oh. Yeah, that was the way my mother saw a bit of it and had the same reaction. I think yeah. that it all of it is so mysterious that you're not necessarily picking out one thing as opposed to the other. And so the what the original material had, it's not it doesn't really stick out, I don't think, at, at least because everything already has a bit of the same vibe and, and mystery mm-hmm. to it. So I agree about him not him not pandering and not having it feel too close to the original where it's boring, but not far enough to where it's completely Like insulting to the fans, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. He just did a really good job of kind of taking it all in, I think, and then putting it out. But again, I'm not like the... But I think also he like read them growing up and stuff. Like apparently there were... I guess they were comic books before they were smushed into a graphic novel. Hmm. But, um, you know? Yeah. It, again... It's just that kind of thing takes a, yeah. takes somebody who really cares to make something good. That's why, I like, when uh, too much a uh, business component or whatever, like the um, production company gets too involved in projects, they tend to go like awry. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Part of it, just like the other side of the coin. You know? Yeah. Uh, what's I gonna say? He and in terms of he and J.J. Abrams, who've worked together a lot over the years. They both have a pretty similar style of putting in mysterious questions and not always answering them. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's both a, a good side to that and a bad side. And yeah. they they both have had um, varying Results. outcomes w- with mm-hmm. with that style. Like people were so upset over Prometheus because it had so many unanswered unanswered questions. I personally mm-hmm. love that about that movie, but then in other things like I guess lost, which I haven't seen, but like well, Star that, Trek. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, go. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think no. I have a, a thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Star Trek Into Darkness as well had that same issue for some people. And the the leftovers also has that same style, but that shows all about people not knowing where their loved ones have gone. And so, of course, the mystery is the whole point. And yeah. it's in a way, it's it's the same in this, which works to its advantage. Exactly. I think it's a lot about the material. I think the material has to afford your the the open endedness. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Like the reason it didn't work for Lost, if you ask me, is because you know they brought a bunch of random crap into it, which mm-hmm. and it didn't supply any food for thought per se it just got kind of wild <laughs> mm-hmm. it was like oh, okay uh sure and then there's like no payoff for you like uh being willing to believe it and take part in it which is like the very annoying part but with something like prometheus or this you know at the risk of sounding uh, obnoxious well they're a bit different so like prometheus is like philosophical and explores you know the questions it leaves open or kind of for for you to Maybe take the cue and kind of open your, you know, mind's eye to the opportunities of the universe and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Your existence and so on and so forth. And then the questions left in this one, I think there are two types. One, I think, is left, op- some questions are left there. Some elements uh, by the finale are left open-ended, I think, as a kind of presentation. Because, you know, in the way that, like, it takes place in an alternate universe, but, like, right now... Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's a lot of the same kind of overlapping issues and stuff. So I think it's the questions, some of the open-endedness is like, all right, so here you go. Go forth and <laughs> prosper, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like take a, take take what you're feeling and uh, run with it. And it's also like a sense of hope in some ways, the open-endedness of some of it. And then the other parts that aren't answered – I think again go because they are unanswered questions. It's not like a abandoned plot points or and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's uh the the uh unanswered questions are questions that are unanswered in our in our time and kind of again like a bit like philosophical, but in a yeah. in a real and irritating sense. Like they're irritating 
in the right way, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They put a little fire in your belly. When exactly. You're like, well, this is annoying. And they're like, wait, <laughs> wait, what the heck? This is a, this is annoying to me in yeah. my, my world as well. Yeah, the, a lot of the social commentary is very strong. It's very strong and very intricately woven into the yep. story to where it's not overly blunt or, or um, cheesy. It's done very well. And yeah. also, one thing that you might have liked, Chloe, is it since it does jump around so much to flashbacks and everything else, it never really states on screen, hey, this is where we are. This is when we are, which yeah. you hate. It, I it do just hate lets, it. I yeah, do just, hate it. It just lets you figure it out. And even if you didn't know exactly when it was, it's not really that big of a deal in this yeah. story. Because so unfortunately, that, that's a, there are that's timeless issues up so far. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, pardon. Yes. But I wholeheartedly agree. I think the show opened saying like Tulsa nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Probably. You know the main setting, but then when it does jump around, you're a little scattered, but not in a bad way. Yeah. And, uh, again, what I think is most successful about it in terms of what you were saying, like, it's an alternate universe, but it it weaves in uh, events that happened here that a lot of people didn't know about, uh, regretfully myself included, which is very embarrassing, but, uh, like, um, the, um, oh my goodness, what was it called? The, uh... The, uh, oh no, this is not going well for me. The, uh, the, uh, the thingy. I just can't think of the word. Touch with an R. Whatever. The, uh, when you, whatever, the slaughtering of, uh, in, uh, 1921 in Tulsa. Oh, right. What is that yeah. word I'm looking for? Oh my God, whatever. Anyway, the, uh, I'm very upset now. Okay, I'll get past it. Anyway. But, uh, so you're watching it and it's in this alternate universe and it's like, I'm like, this is wild. Cause I watched with my dad and I was like, this is sick that they did this. Like they're, this is really cool. They're not cool, but like they're intensifying what happened, uh, in that time and what's happening now and everything. And mm-hmm. then my dad was like, oh, no, Chloe, uh, that is real. And I said, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the heck in 1920 hunt in 1921 there's this like a and i had watched documentaries about uh similar um things throughout time especially i think the one i watched the the place was in like this oh i think it was when jesse jackson was running for president so um but about like a community of um black people who could you know, who were living amongst themselves in a way like for freedom, you know, right. uh, and functioning very well. And then uh, people who did not like that, who are not so good people, uh, came in and got rid of that. And the documentary I watched, it was done through the government, just did everything they could to shut them down, um, which is a horrible, like, turn the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, atrocious. Um, but in this one, literally... Like the town over, just like horrid, uh, outward, you know, equally bad if you ask me. But um, you know, just the the racism. They just went over and killed everyone. They, you know, there's like a a black Wall Street is what they called it and everything. So when I was like, oh my god, this is I can't believe I didn't know this. I thought this was just a great device. So I so first of all, from a, a stylistic standpoint. 
and everything. I think it's in the writing. I think it's really effective that he merged those two universes, especially. Uh, I think he. I don't know. He might have realized that a lot of people don't know about it. Maybe I. You know, hopefully I'm in the minority. People who didn't know about the, about that, but um, in any case, it just kind of like blends the worlds together, which makes um the it makes it a lot more visceral, feel a lot more real, because you know, right. the whole thing with the superhero stuff is that's like always like far away and everything and blah blah. blah. And even uh, even uh, the cities are usually fake, like Gotham and stuff, and. Yeah. And then furthermore, the, those were modeled, they're like always cities like New York. This isn't like Tulsa, which, as you and I know, Henry, is where a lot of it actually goes down, places mm-hmm. like where we live. Um, and so, but that's one of the beautiful things about uh, about TV and everything, like I always say, and why I think it's so important. And like, there's a book called The Burning, which I read after I, about the whole event, which I uh, read after realizing that I knew nothing. But um, it's definitely a shame when... Uh, but it again shows the importance of uh, access to uh, the arts and movies and everything because uh, when school should teach you things about American history that apparently there don't count go. as American history, there you go. Yeah. You know? Uh, so. Yeah, it, it, it includes some really interesting moments and then also does its own twists on things when it's appropriate. Like, yeah. and, and as we've said already, the. Lindelof is much better at that commentary because, for example, in the... Massacre. That's the word I was looking for. Why can't I think of the word massacre? (laughs) See, it's just like a brain glitch, but anyway, yeah. yeah. For example, in the the Zack Snyder movie, of course, Zack Snyder is much more clunky when it comes to commentary, which is is the reason why he doesn't really include much of it in there. He's a clunky man. Or in any of his his movies. (laughs) He's clunky. But the the one thing... The one thing that bugs me the most about that, and it's very short, but there's a this opening montage or the opening credits in that movie where you're seeing essentially the 20th century, an alternate history of the 20th, 20th century, but the Watchmen are, are all the reasons why certain things are happening. Mm. And there's a, a clip to where the JFK shooting is or assassination is and yeah. it's one of the watchmen. Yeah, that grinds my gears. Yeah, and that uh, it's it's that kind of storytelling that does not work. Yeah. You know, it, it's of- it's not really commentary. That that's a good point. It's I'm saying it's he does it so he cannot really handle that kind of commentary. And so in that movie it really rubs you the wrong way. Yeah. Whereas how Lindelof does twisting history at times works much better in yeah. various ways. And I love, love that. Because, again, one of the things... Uh, sorry, Henry. You chose this, so I'm not getting no, deep it's, on it's, purpose. No, no I know. You're very, you're very kind and accepting of my uh, platitudes. But, Chloe, um, I just like talking to you. you know, oh, you I too, hate, buddy. You I too. Hate not, I hate not being able to see us. I know. It's very weird. We haven't high-fived in a minute. You I know. know? Yeah. yeah. Um, just so everyone knows, Henry is now drinking from a mason jar, which is very... Uh, it fits the bill. Um, Every Everybody... Not not say that it, that it's bad. Everybody gets on my case for drinking out of mason jars. Like no, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I can't I handle. Good for you. I can't handle the ridgeness. No, but you know I, like, well, I, I'm a they, spiller. They, they, I spill a lot me, anyway. I'm a dribbler. <laughs> they ask me why are you drinking from a mason jar? It's because it's there. I have it. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. access to it, so I'm going to do it. We're in the south. 
We're in the south. He didn't buy it to drink at. It's not one of those stupid no. ones with a handle. That's no. where that's where we draw the line, if you ask me. Yeah. You know, because it's not the ideal design uh, for a. Uh, you know, as someone who makes a lot of uh, cups, I can tell you the mason jar design is not ideal. So no. Yeah, but uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like everyone would think that I would be the one who drinks out of the mason jar. Hmm. To be fair. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Let us know at thefilmbuzz.com. The, the film bus. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. But um, anyway, so a classic, and I'm going to butcher it, but a classic kind of a big time for my grievances in society, uh, MLK line is... Uh, and this is not a direct quote because I'm going to screw it up, but the the idea will remain. But mm-hmm. um, it's uh, the the white moderate is uh, more of a threat than the Klansman, right? The white or the the white moderate who wants to keep things the same is more of a threat than the Klansman. And I think this show shows that difficult topic because, like, a lot of people, you know, like the whole idea of like wokeness you know like people have little yeah. woke fights and they're like oh my mailman's a woman i call her a male woman like okay great you know what i mean uh-huh but like but they don't know about like you know the post office clothes you know what i mean that kind of thing yeah boop, boop, boop. anyway we all know i could pontificate for hours on that but you take my point but i really like that the show addresses that kind of thing um because it's not uh it's 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 does such a good job of not just like letting people feel good about themselves for watching it yeah. whilst still being a really good engaging show. So like it, it lets you know that you need to work on some things maybe or just observe some things or let it or not even it's not even accusatory. Just like these things in order to fix anything need to soak into you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, people love especially the whole idea of superheroes and everything. I think it's a big deal because, you know. We all know that things aren't fair, and so you just want... That's why we watch the good versus bad when the good guy wins, because it doesn't really... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the tendency in a real life, that kind of thing. And so that's why we watch these anyway. So it's kind of nice to let it... Uh, it's comforting in the way that it's presented and everything, because it's like superhero, blah, 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 comfortable kind of thing, right? And we're still mad at bad people and everything like that. But it's also like, let's just, let's do all this and let's really kind of grow from it. <laughs> right. Oh, let's yeah. Let's kind of grow from Like, I learned, like, I read that book because of it, you know, and I'm not saying you have to go read a book for every, you know, that's just my way of uh, processing is attempting to gain uh, some knowledge. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, just kind of, kind of, kind of, a Fuels fuels the fire a little bit in a in a healthy way, I think, yeah, in a hopeful I, way. I agree, and I, with how it presents things, when the and nobody's perfect in it, which I think is really important, especially yeah. in like superhero things, it's like a big development. Yeah, uh, one one thing with the presentation, and I, I'll be very vague here, not to give it away, but the twist with the Oof. the the hangman Oof. character. And the, yeah. the, the commentary about the creation of that That's character. That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about with the uh, white moderate and everything. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Also, within that same episode, how they present the police it's officer. It's a loose term. If you're white and a moderate politically, it, it's a term. Uh, it's right. not like a direct uh, thing. So yeah. if you look into it, you'll understand better. Pardon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you're loved, fine. <laughs> I loved the scene where... 
the officer takes the arsonist into the police station and he he encounters the racist uh desk clerk and then you see these other officers who come and help him and then you see how that plays out and it's that double-sided first impression almost that works so well where you see like multiple sides to someone and it's again it's so well written and uh nuanced with all of that exactly also also good yeah yeah also with the the hangman character i can't remember his that actual superhero name but how characters aren't perfect i love the situation that he deals with his son and how his son is seeing him after he's become that that hero just great commentary all around it's so beautiful and it shows because that's yeah i agree with you it shows so many also i misspoke before when i was talking about the white moderate i was talking about um again i watched it a while ago i was thinking of okay yeah so i was off i was talking about the other side of that Mm. uh situation (laughs) in present day yeah well that too um, yeah 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 and like how like uh government officials and everything like that kind of thing but yeah anyway but to your point yeah that was so beautiful and it shows like every dimension and uh uh you know people are like oh well if you don't like it why do you still you know whatever that kind of thing and i really like when that kind of thing gets addressed because it's just a silly question it's just a victim blaming thing and it's like not for me over here and uh (laughs) (laughs) you know because and this show does a really good job of showing and reminding us that like uh these uh battles between good and evil uh or even neutral and evil just like normal what should be considered a normal <laughs> and yeah. evil is just uh it's just so it takes a long time yeah yeah and i sure. also i love the idea can we if we pivot a little bit so mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. okay i love we all know well you know how i feel about a villain i think the best villains are the ones you're like well is that wrong because then you're like oh my god (laughs) you know right um because it makes you think and if you i won't spoil anything because like even in the promos for the show i remember it was like and oh oh my god what's his name jeremy which one which one i love him is his name even jeremy jeremy irons broken i love jeremy irons oh my god what's the movie i love where's two people that is like the best movie of all time he is so good that's mm. an oldie but a goodie but mm. should i get back to it you don't know what i'm talking about I, I i don't know the title i know what you're talking about though i i can't remember it off oh, the top of my head so good okay but anyway um but even in the promos it was like jeremy irons plays who you think he does right mm. which first of all sick again it's like an appreciation for your audience which i appreciate even though i wasn't that audience but um and that said, I still understood. I was like, oh, I think he's... I was like piecing it together, even though I didn't know, which mm-hmm. shows good storytelling. It works from multiple angles, multiple, mm-hmm. you know, the more audience you can reach successfully to find the same uh, end point, the better. Um, but dang, if he isn't a good character, am I right? He is. Dang! Yeah, his... And I love the, the great... concept, which is from the original work. Right. I guess, so... Yeah. Ooh! Yeah, the great thing about that that arc, and I was going to bring it up at, at, at one point, but when it starts, I was at first, I was very worried because I was like, I don't want to watch this like 
long storyline with this very pompous, like king like character. I was like, I don't want to just see this over again. Like I know exactly right. where it goes, but by the end, it might be the best arc in the the show. Which I think because, so. I think so. Yeah, which I completely blew me away. It's just a, an incredible up and, and how down. How good does it look? How good does yeah. it look? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Amazing. It's so good and it's so creative and inventive, and I just, I love yeah, it. And yeah, he that, plays it perfectly. Yeah, and yeah, the inventiveness of the the entire world is great, and that's one thing Lindelof does very well is world building, which I think is so important because you don't yeah. want to just keep looking at the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, stories are time the. Uh, the same stories are always around, even even like the good guy versus the bad guy and blah, 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 and all, you know, tropes exist for a reason and that, you know, they're, uh, whatever. The, the same stories have been told throughout history just in different ways, right? But what right. makes it exciting and powerful and, uh, you know, uh, feel almost like it's like yours, not just like out there, is is a unique world, you know, the 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 um decoration of those stories so that's what yeah. i really appreciate about what he did yeah what he and does. also there's tim blake nelson we haven't talked about Ooh. his Ooh. We the love design tim blake. Of, yeah mr. I, I, no he's not mr Sir. looking glass but, oh yeah whatever <laughs> yeah he's he's such a unconventional choice for this kind of show and that's what works really well you know i he would not be the person i'd, I'd choose necessarily but Gotcha. You should, you know, and yeah. it, and it shows in the in this show. And, and as we said, Regina King. Oh, and her that arc character is, arc is crazy. Yeah, I so love. So solid. Yeah. The, Ooh. The festival or circus yeah. flashback. Ah, oh, and that crazy. that long that long single take through the city at oh the end. Oh my gosh. Ah, oh, man. And it really does all tie together so well. Like you can tell he loves to sit down and like do a huge map and everything and i love that yeah yeah and again it looks so good and yeah. it's so interesting and the acting is all great like the cast is crazy yeah now i now i will have to say this my only my only real criticism of this show would be the senator guy james wolk how I thought, dare you? He's he's got to work on that southern accent. Oh well. Yeah. His his performance otherwise was fine, but I thought that I think the, it was like the Louisiana sub, though. It it felt it felt off to me. Or I, no, I'm not from no or yeah, I'm not from Oklahoma. But even being familiar familiar <sighs> with southern accents, I felt it was a little bit off, a little bit off, and it was just I and know. I didn't and I didn't even think it was necessary. Well, I mean, why even have it? I mean, like Tim Blake Nelson, that's just his natural accent. Yeah. But like with the senator, I didn't get, didn't need an extra aspect to the character to feel that he was True. southern, you know. True. And so I felt like that that was just distracting. In some ways, for it would have been better, I think, if he didn't have it. Exactly. The, yeah. For yeah. The storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But, but hmm. otherwise, he was fine. <laughs> Oh, I loved his little show. That's how you know it's a good show, too, is each character very well could have had the show be, like, centered around them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it would have been just as good, just as good. Yeah. And I love uh, Regina King, or, uh, what's her character's name? Uh, whatever. Oh, she's uh, Regina King. Angela? Yeah. I love, um, the marriage. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. We love to see a, a, a 
a healthy, supportive relationship. Yeah. On screen, and then of course it evolves in fascinating ways. Yeah. But uh, so also, good. the in terms of the the commentary, when you see the the reasoning for the the hangman's design, and then you you get yeah. the, you Ugh. get the the flip on the commentary as to why she does her costume a certain way is it's just Wild. it's great it's yeah it's so unbelievably accurate. complex and I, yeah oh and and yeah, yeah complex and accurate in in both a storytelling way as well as a a social commentary Absol- way and i love you know how i am i love criticism of media so i yeah. love <laughs> loved that component because it's so true it's yeah. so true and i think uh, I'll be the first and the last one to say that I think a failure in media creates failure in society. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like freaking, I hate reality shows. Bravo can go to jail for war crimes, honestly, not literally, but sure. you know, big hate. So I'm sorry if that offends you, but I just think it does not, not you, Henry, I know it doesn't. I just mean I know. one. <laughs> but um, I think treason, not war crimes, whatever. <laughs> Put no, Bravo war, in jail for whatever crimes. floats your boat. <laughs> yeah. Any- <laughs> anyway, uh, so I just love a commentary in a piece of media about bad media, you know, yeah. and the influence of, uh, you know, things made for less than thoughtful reasons, whatever. Yeah. Uh, which they show on their little superhero show in the mm-hmm. show. So I. Loved it and really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it also shows uh, whose stories get told, like which stories are told. As we know, it's like, a, yeah. Um, you know, uh, how do I say? It's like one of my biggest issues tends to be, especially with like, quote unquote, like uh, woke uh, productions and stuff. It's like, don't if you're saying you're putting a black person in there to have a black person in there, it it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. And so I think that they're also their little fake superhero show does a a good kind of backwards way of showing that, like stealing, like appropriating or taking somebody's story in history, and then doing a little like, oh, but here's your <laughs> consolation prize. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that as well. And like, yeah. how how impressive is it that they made all the superhero mumbo jumbo seem so true to Earth, like so grounded in reality? Because you yeah. know that is one of the things I don't love about, uh, like oh god, Marvel Marvel movies. Don't yeah. I'm sorry, everyone, no, but like, fine. but they take it they take themselves so seriously. Oh yeah, and I'm like, God, uh, you're all being. Uh, that whole thing of where they like, you know, cars go crazy flying out of here and there and like, mm. the, you know, uh, but and they're like so serious and brooding and like doing their best, whatever, but they don't care. They just like blammed, slammed, <laughs> blobbed three people. Again. Right. You know, just they destroyed New York or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, I, I get that for sure. Now. As a, no, 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 uh, no, not, no, nothing my bad. No, my cat's back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's okay. I would like to see even if it would be a different season. I, I again, I do wish that. I don't the think stuff, there's going to be another season. No, I, I don't think so either. I would like to. 
He said, somebody asked him about another season. He said, I don't think people in the industry stop enough and ask themselves why they're doing something. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. He just seems like my kind of dude, you know? He just seems like my guy. He's like, just because we can doesn't mean we should. I said, yes. Why didn't you tell JJ that he learned that lesson the hard way with Lost? That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. The aspects at the beginning, as I've touched on with the, the police officers and everything, it, I don't know what I, how I would have injected those parts into the second half of the story, but I think there was so much to explore there. And it, maybe it's all, maybe just personal taste, but having seen the leftovers, and I think that show might even be better than this, which is <gasps> saying something. Does it finish well? I haven't uh, I haven't finished oh. it all the way. I'm only. Will you let I, me know, buddy? I will. I've, that, I've heard that it. was basically why I didn't. I'm. That's why I didn't watch it to begin with. Because I was like, oh, the dude who did. Because at that point, it was the dude who did Lost. Yeah, and exactly. I said, Goodbye. Yeah. The, <laughs> I don't have. I can't put this most emotional energy uh, just for you to turn away and leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in the the beginning of the second season, and there are three seasons. And what I, from what I've heard, it only gets better. Dang. So, I didn't now, know that. Now. The it is it's also based on a a novel which I I haven't read. That's helpful. Yeah. However, in terms of that show these days, it's it's a very very grim show already. But I think mm-hmm. with the world as it is now, it's even more so. Yeah. Because it's about people who have suddenly vanished from the world, and it's mm-hmm. about loved ones dealing with that. And so it's not necessarily the most feel good show for these times, but as a show. In a vacuum, it's amazing from what I think, but I'm a leaner inner, so it's fine for me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, would, I always I, think about I always think about uh, how horrible everything is anyway, so I might okay, as well. well. Yeah, maybe give it a shot. Yeah, give it a poke. Yeah, yeah give it a poke. You know, lazy Sunday. <laughs> how many episodes is it a season? Mm, it's. I think it's less than Watchmen each season, so it's like eight. Okay. Maybe it's, it's, it's nothing. Style. It's nothing. I'll nothing crazy. It. Yeah. Okay. Because you know I have a hard time sitting down for twenty, especially oh these days sitting down for a twenty-four episode, whatever. Just oh no, yeah, it's nothing ideal, like that, man. He's he's pretty restrained. I, I think I think he understands, as you said, he gets the art form, and he's not going to yeah. do twenty-five hour-long episodes. I'm a I'm a latent fan of his, you know. Yeah, I'm excited. He's like he's gonna, I'm, you can tell he's gonna keep. Oh yeah. He might he might have a little missed up here and there, but he's gonna keep giving it to you forever, mm-hmm. forever, you know. And it also, uh, this is kind of irrelevant, but what's new with me, I guess. But um, thinking back about like Lost and stuff, like dang, TV truly has gotten so much better. Oh yeah. Like that and like Heroes or whatever was like the pinnacle of like good TV. Yeah. Now? Oh my gosh. I know time's changed and everything and like so I'm not hating on that. We all know that I love I mean, I love me some Dick Van Dyke show. I love me some Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Sure. So I'm not being like that. You know, they had a little puppet cat, which I love. Mm-hmm. So but like, man, if this kind of show hasn't really improved, like Yeah. Also one thing, Chloe, that you I'm sure you probably liked, no opening credit sequence. Just Watchmen, and then you're in. You're exactly right, Henry. Thank you. I don't like it. I don't. It's repetitive. It's the same as that uh, music that slowed down uh, 
like a, you know what I'm trying to say? Say what I'm trying to say for me. Slow down. Where they do the, you know, they do the thing. Gore Rubinsky did the first time, and then after that, everybody's doing it. Oh, the this this dark, quiet cover songs for trailers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's the same of that now with uh, the first one that I noted, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then after the second time, you're like, oh my god. But uh, like everyone's doing the whole Westworld theme now, where the theme song and credits are like 45 minutes and take all your energy for God's sake. It's long, Henry. It's obviously not 45 minutes, but it's no, no, long. no, no. Oh, 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 I know. I, I, I believe you. <laughs> Ugh, I'm just not about it. Yeah, just let me get into the thing. You know, let me get yeah. in there. Yeah, I was Ooh. watching as I, I think I, I told you last night. I started watching Sharp Objects, and even oh, they have one, right? Yeah, even even that for that kind of show felt unnecessary. Like having just gone through Watchmen where it just gets going right away, even a show like that, I was like, I don't need a minute long, minute and a half long opening credits, you know? Just just yeah. get to it. I mean, we've already started it, but I don't know if I recommend Sharp Objects. I can't remember what I said in the past, but... No? I thought you said you liked it, I thought. It was good, but I don't know. Uh, uh, it's a, a not great payoff. I think I said that at the mm. time. It's not okay. a great payoff. You, and, are uh, you, you selling on Jean-Marc Valet, Chloe? I don't know what well, to can, tell you. No, well, because Big Little Lies is so good. Right. So I don't know. But you know who you know who I think it really is? I think if Reese Witherspoon signs off on it, it's gonna be good. That's fair. She's yeah, she has a good track record. Because Big Little Lies great and I'm watching uh Low Fires Everywhere, great. At first she I was produced, like, oh, She did Gone Girl as well. Yes. What was that thing? It's distracting when I got my cat chilling mm. with me here. Hello. Yes. Uh, there's a tail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't pull it for anyone listening because I said there's a tail and then she meowed, but I didn't go near it. <laughs> no, you're good. Anyway, but uh, nope. Forgot what we were talking about. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, the producers are giving me the 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 warning signal here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, Imagine. Yeah. The, 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 the last thing I would say. The in Jeremy Irons arc or or storyline so the good. trebuchet or catapult sequence. Oh come yeah. on! And and not not and only the costume that costume and everything. Dang! Yeah, and, and not only that to keep it um unknown, but the idea of his yeah. servants. Ah man, that is artistry and storytelling. Yeah. That is truly beautiful work mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think yeah all right well anything else about watchmen no it's worth it it's perfect yeah. in every way it's got some tea for you it's got some salt for you it's a whole it's a whole english afternoon high tea it's mm-hmm. got all the components yeah well it's a five for me so well, it's right, a high well, T for me. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Got the shall we? Sandwiches? Yeah. To our second review, which is Code Eight, which is streaming on Netflix right now, and we do have a clip. So take a listen. This is the LCPD. Oh. 
Everyone line up. Jinx to the sky. He's got a warrant. Hands away from your body now! I need electric. I'm an electric. I'm wondering why a guy like you got in the van. We need to know who we're working with. My mom's sick. I need money. Okay. See what you can do. All right. As we said, Code 8 is streaming on Netflix right now. It is directed by Jeff... What a time. Yeah, directed by Jeff Chan. It stars Carrie Matchett, Robbie Amell, Stephen Amell, Penny Izinga, Lawrence Bain. I don't think anyone's ever called them Amell before. How do you say it? Amel. Amel? Okay, that makes sense. Amel! And uh, they're cousins, not brothers. Soon Kang, who's in, uh, I think he was in Fast and Furious, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well. yeah he was in. I would know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the synopsis is, a super-powered construction worker falls in with a group of criminals in order to raise the <laughs> funds to help his ill mother. As uh, Chloe said, it is. it was number one. I think it's maybe gone down a couple since then, Aww. but it's, it's still in the top ten streaming movies on, on Netflix. Well, Chloe, this was... You said... Let's do code eight. So, what was your what was what was your <laughs> thoughts on this one? Well, okay. Well, I was just you know perusing the Netflix to find something to match with Watchmen, and I said, "Oh, this is number one. What is this?" And then I said, "Oh, this could work pretty well because mm. it's it's got the same idea. Like people have superpowers and they're." Blah, blah, you know, alternate society, same, you know, talking about real issues such as uh, wealth disparity and, uh, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) what is that? I don't know. Uh, You know, um, built-in prejudice, you know, um, institutionalized uh, inequality and, uh, you know, healthcare. Yeah. Being expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. So, you know, it's kind of like superhero, but like social justice a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little different than the use. You know, mm-hmm. they're not wearing a costumes in this one, but they're also, you know, it's no bright. Let's start there. Yeah. Uh, also interesting is the origin of this movie originally a short film yes uh, i saw was that funded crowdfunded by you know through indiegogo by the animal cousins um so that's pretty cool yeah you know uh, <laughs> well what you think of this one chloe it's got a lot uh, oh henry i want to like it so bad I want to like it so much. I want to like it. Uh. <laughs> well, should I go first? Oh, yeah, you guys so <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I had not... I got to reconcile with my feelings. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it either. Yeah, I had not heard of it until Chloe brought it up. I The only thing I've seen Stephen Amell... Is that how you say it? Amell? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
caramel, caramel. Yeah, I know he's in that Arrow series on CW, which I, I haven't watched. Arrow. Yeah, and the, but the only thing I've seen him in is the Ninja Turtles sequel that came out a few years ago, and he was one of sure. the main characters in that. I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything. I must have done, but not to, you know. I haven't seen Robbie Amell in anything. I don't know. Well, you clearly, uh, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll just stop that then. Okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I mean, not not to say that's a bad thing. I, I just, I, I wasn't familiar with him. When I saw the trailer, I th- it immediately brought up Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9 and Chappie and Elysium. It has that slick industrial look, but also incorporates some like steampunk, almost Mad Max elements into this underworld. Not not as much that's, as as Neil Blom. That's generous. Yeah, that's n- generous. N- n- I mean, in terms of like, I mean, very. It's very minimal in this movie, but from what the trailer had, it kind of had that vibe. Mm. Also dealing with social issues and uh, similar things. Yeah, Elysium style. It's yeah. like Elysium light. Yeah, with yeah. a little bit, with a little bit of chappy, chappy, and yeah. a little bit of something else. Yeah, a little bit of something else. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I have to, I have to say it as it is. This was a bit of a, a bit of a slog. Bit of a dud, through. bit of a dud. Yeah, Dang, it's, it's I, so sad. Yeah, it. I thought it was incredibly dull, and pretty much all of very the stunted, very, very stunted. Yeah, very piece. yeah, incredibly inert, and nothing really jumped out at me. It didn't really have much personality at all. All the characters who were thrown in, it's kind of a first impression, and then that there's nothing else That's to it. them. No character development. Per se. Also, and I hate when people like have relationships that did, there's no reason they should exist. Exactly. Like, and not even, and that's not even a criticism of the fact that this is like more or less like an indie-ish film. Like the example that comes to mind, uh, we all know I have great disdain for Hot Take, The Greatest Showman. Big hate, <laughs> hated. I'm sure that. there are plenty with you. I have not seen hated. it, hated. So I, I can't say one way or the other. Hated that. Uh, Zendaya and Zac Efron were like, you know, soulmates of all soulmates when they never talked. Oh, Chloe. Also, we didn't even bring up at the beginning. We need to talk about the Dune images. Oh, I did bring it up. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Okay. Trust me there. All right. <laughs> Color me intrigued. I said, we got to talk about those Dune images. Okay. I did. But anyways, continue. <laughs> continue. Oh, that was... No, you continue. Okay, well... That was just me interrupting you. Okay. (laughs) The biggest issue for me, or one of the biggest issues, as I'm sure it was for you, and even comparing it back to Watchmen, all of the superpowers were so distant and goofy with how they're presented and how they're incorporated into the characters. Like, That didn't bother me that much. Really? I thought thought all of the, the electricity stuff... I thought all of it had no real conceptual motivation. And that's one thing that is an issue with superpowers, of course, in movies is you either can connect with some why someone has that or it's completely distant and the super power or superhero stature will kind of carry it if it doesn't. But in this, I thought all of the powers were so throwaway and kind of goofy. And that really bugged me. You think Goofy? Yeah, just like seeing like him doing the little st- pieces of like the little st- um, st- electricity coming out of his 
fingers. Mm. Like it felt like a, a terrible mix between X Men and Harry Potter or something, where they're trying to take oh, that sounds great li- little bits and pieces from <laughs> from things. But it was gotcha, had gotcha. had no cu- real understanding of what makes that what makes those those other franchises interesting. Well, I probably the reason I didn't mind that is because I thought it felt you know I'm a you know I'm a big magical realism gal over here. Mm. So and and I like the. You know, the big idea of that is like the, the, uh, magical, the, um, uh, whatever is, you know, it's just there and it's like, whatever, it's just, you know. Right. You know, um, but also I th- I think it, and this might be a happy coincidence would be my guess judging by the writing and the rest of the areas, I guess, uh. Um, but like the idea that it's not something to be proud of or to hone in on particularly using, and it speaks to kind of the not great, but obviously they were trying with the commentary, social and political, like you have these right. special gifts and society tells you not to use them and that they're not valuable. So you don't value them, you know? Um, so perhaps that's me, a you know reading into it or whatever but uh that it didn't bother me regardless for that reason i think it fit into the the narrative quite well the idea that you know okay yo well, no f- fair enough fair really enough care if it uh, stupid yeah 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 i get that because <laughs> totally. i totally i just that felt that, that since everything else was lacking that i it didn't really if if the characters you were bugged you were already if bugged. the other if the characters were incredible then that may have not been as an issue for me, but I thought it was very uninspired for the most part and just nothing really hooked me. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. It was pretty white bread. Um, but well said. Thank you. But I mean, like it clearly had heart and they were trying for something. Yeah. I admire that very much. And, uh, you know, uh, we we love a a success a low budge success story even though it's starring two very famous, you know, leading men dudes. So that mm-hmm. kind of detracts from that a little bit. No shade, but mm-hmm. um, definitely was not very good. No, definitely, definitely uh, a bit of a stinker. No, I wouldn't call it a stinker. I'd call it oh, yeah. a dud. It's inoffensive. You know, but it's, it's almost—it's almost offensive and how unoffensive. No, because they tried. They had a had a good. No, no, no. This don't. No, no, no. Because I'm thinking things. of a what's it called? What's the other thing called? Ryan Reynolds, a uh, you know, a uh, Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> oh, the one that's coming out. No, no. <laughs> that's definitive of his that career. No, nerd the boy? stupid thing. No, 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 no. A uh, Michael Bay. You know, Dave Franco. Oh. Six briefly. Underground? Yes, Hot Underground. Wheels movie. Yeah, Six Underground. Uh, it's no Six Underground, okay? This movie... No. This movie that, was that, that's trying a, for something. Six Underground is a dumpster fire. Okay. But, no, I it, it, no, it's it's not nearly as bad as that. I'll say that, but... It, it, go on, yeah. But I, I, I agree completely. I just... I respect and appreciate it for what it was trying to do. You know, that's the beauty of uh, art and movies and stuff, you know... You can, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you can feel this one, even if it wasn't good, which I don't think it was done very well. The writing was 
horrible. Like, it, yeah. but it did have potential. Like, it had some unique ideas. Like, you know, I'm sick, sick of the freaking uh uh nightclub uh pink and blue light like nonsense yeah. where. Sorry, my cat is. I can't see you. Are you eating? No, she's. She, no, what are you eating? No, 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 no. That. Oh my god, that was expensive. Don't even. Did she drop it? She's not even really a, an eater. She's a very respectful, responsible cat. But she was eating my uh my. They probably make the the little uh headphone attachment. I uh, you know how because Apple is a uh, god awful a monopoly that it's not monopoly but near near there how they uh make you have to buy certain things they like plan ahead you can call me a conspiracy theorist i'm obviously not i am but it's also true but you know they they plan to make you have to buy new crap like obviously they could have made it so you didn't have to buy the stupid headphone jack transition thingy yeah but uh they probably made it uh infused with some tuna or something no more versatile like chicken or something so that mm. all your pets want to eat them so then you have to buy another one right what were we talking about welcome to the film buzz podcast yes yeah no yeah no i i agree about I, again that's that's why I, I i found it so frustrating is that it just ha- it chooses so many locations and scenarios where it really plays out exactly how you would expect oh and like, i'm sick like, of the nightclub and the, the nightclub is one example i'm tired of the like mysterious anti-hero characters that they come across in the nightclubs and then also even just the lighting and it's just very tired and the girl who has to be saved yeah also as as i mentioned it, it does feel very inspired by neil blomkamp but not really where it does its own thing like it just has too many elements of what neil yeah. blomkamp has really cemented as his style and his voice to it's where all it, the peel none of the orange exactly it just feels it's like certainly a, not a chocolate it's the peel not the orange we want a chocolate orange because it looks like the orange oh my god that's different oh my god right Tasty. But, right and even though neil blomkamp can be very clunky at times he still has a pretty distinctive look and so yeah. when this does a very similar thing it just feels like a, a tv movie ripoff even if even if that's not what he was intending, it feels that way. I doubt it was what the intention was. It's Probably not. It's too bad. You just feel bad for a man. Yeah. It's like when you're watching when someone clearly genuinely tried on their presentation mm. and it's just not very yeah. good. And you, you try to think of a question to ask. Like it's like, oh, does anyone have any questions? And you try to think of something that's gonna like you know give them a little boost but also kind of help them along a little bit mm-hmm. and then they're like you know uh then they kind of accidentally admitted that they copy and pasted parts of it yeah like, oh, don't say that don't say that yeah don't say, oh because they didn't mean it they didn't mean it they didn't mean to do it you know they weren't trying to suck you know what i mean they didn't even realize that they were yeah they thought if you put it in a bibliography it doesn't count as plagiarism you know what i mean mm-hmm that's what I'm thinking. So it's just so unfortunate that it wasn't good. And it did, like I said, it had some cool ideas. Like I liked the setup of the like construction worker deal. Mm. I thought that was sick. Uh, but then you have the terrible montage like Rocky train, like Mr. Miyagi <laughs> thing without mm. any actual uh, human connection there. 
and yeah. especially bad because they're related. Like they know each other. Like they have that to work for. You know, yeah. Greta Gerwig didn't have to set up a two week slumber party for them to get to know each other. That's you know too what bad. I mean? Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, so uh, it was just. I guess I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Hmm. Yeah. Because I care and I appreciate what they were going for. And I love that it was like crowdfunded and stuff. I mean, I don't love that, but I think it's cool, you know, because people waited a long time for it and they did a lot of premieres and stuff like that kind of thing because that was like the deal, whatever. I I just love that. I just wish it ended up being a little more, uh, you know, solid, worth it. Yeah. Because I think it had good bones. I'm not saying that those bones weren't Frankensteined out of, you know, grave, you know, there was some grave digging, grave robbing going on for those bones. Right. I'll give you that. But if you had, you know, done a little better job of, you know, then, then it would have yeah. been all right. Would have been all right. Because again, like I was saying before, we love, just people love, uh, familiar stories like the storytelling most of the stories have the same you know start middle and end kind of you know basic concept so it's not even the fact that it was an original and it was inspired that's kind of the confusing thing hmm. that's what i'm saying they tried they didn't phone it in they were giving it their all it just was not good yeah it's just that things like and, and con- comparing it to bright actually like some of the dialogue like how they would claw, uh, call him a class five electric. Like things yeah. like that were just really lame and reminded me in the worst way of Bright. I truly did not understand the title. I don't even remember that. I kept being like, why is this called class five? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that kind of, uh, to your point, it wasn't the most uh, effective, uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I do not see how it's so high on netflix right now that's i get that people need something to watch these days but like there's so many other things come on well part of it and i wasn't in this and you weren't either i I don't believe but like it was like a crowdfunded thing oh yeah like a lot of people have been invet no pun intended like invested in it for a (laughs) long time yeah i hadn't thought of that yeah i i hope they weren't disappointed like i hope they really enjoyed it yeah i really hope that yeah Fair enough. Fair enough. Just technically, in any field of the process, not not up to snuff. Yeah. You know, the writing especially was horrible. The yeah. writing was so bad. Mm-hmm. And the, the acting thereby was yeah. not so good. The acting certainly did not. Because uh, sometimes bad writing, if the, you know, they say like certain people can read the phone book and it's amazing. Uh, that did not take place. Yeah. Now, again, I haven't seen Robbie Amell in anything, and I'm not saying he he would be bad in everything, but he, at least in this movie, he looks so much like an actor that I could not take him seriously. (laughs) He just, he stuck out so, where his... uh, It's not his fault he's handsome. Don't hate him because he's beautiful. (laughs) Well, no, it's, it's not that he's attractive. It's just that he, for some reason, his look or how they designed him... He just feels like an actor, whereas even that's his, what he looks like all the time. To be honest with you, well then, yeah, because well, even uh, it's uh, just what he looks like. What do you mean? But that's that's, I mean, that's just the case with things like Stephen Amell. I didn't find that as much, but he he just looks he looks like an actor on a set to me, and it, it was so distracting. 
Well, so I mean, <laughs> a little and, distraction and, from this movie wouldn't be the worst thing that ever happened. But uh, no, no, uh, no. But in terms of being invested in the character, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I it wasn't really doing much. Well, for the me. acting was not very good. No, but but I mean, in terms and of perhaps it's contextual. You know what you're working with could certainly have influence on how good the acting was. I'm not trying to hate, um, but. I, you know, it wasn't, he was not, uh, I wasn't, uh, yeah, I was not like, you can do it, buddy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He he wasn't horrible either. I just, I think he was a bit miscast. Well, it was his movie. (laughs) Oh, well, sorry, bud. (laughs) Well, well, to be fair, he's like the typical, what do you mean miscast? I'm wondering. He he just was very distracting. He did not feel authentic to that world at all. Hmm. He he did. I I did not buy. Who would him. you Who would you want to put in there? Who would you want to put in there? That'll give me some. Uh, hmm. I, I I mean I I have no idea, but um, he I did not buy him as a, a construction worker for a second. Why? He just it just did not. It did not Henry, buy it at all. That doesn't make any sense. We think that does protest much. What does that even mean? It doesn't look like a construction worker. Okay, okay. Now that's smaller thing. I just look at his look in this movie. I thought was very. He just looks too much like an actor for me to take him seriously. He doesn't like, have a look. It's just his natural look. I, I there's n- there's not a, a just like when I'm watching. Um, there's you know a lot of like the cable TV. Um dramas or something where there are these very low budget actors so many of them do not feel authentic at all and it was the same thing with this he he felt very out of place that's that's that was my issue but no i i thought actually don't think he's very good looking but okay sorry about that i think you're in the denial phase <laughs> no actually both of them both of them kind of annoy me i should say that that's just just me i i, I don't find them that charismatic no, me neither. So maybe circling, circling way back around. That yeah. should just, I should have just said that at the beginning. Perhaps not, not the very charismatic. Is low. I yeah. agree. I would have, I would have popped Logan Lerman in there for sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep, he's a great crier as well. There's mm-hmm. lots of. He would have been very good at that. But I think, uh, yeah, Logan Lerman's who I would have popped in there. As I think about it right now, and then. I would have had somebody else be the other dude. I don't know. Because that's the other thing. Like, no shade, because it's just fact, but, like, they are related. So it's, like, a lot of the same, you know, they clearly care about each other and, I guess, spend a lot of time together or whatever, but it was a lot of a... It didn't It didn't work for the dynamic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that I... Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed, you know? So, hmm. sorry. Like, uh... two sisters playing sisters can be very effective i think yeah because uh, but for this dynamic like they never met kind of thing it was just a lot of uh so that that chemistry wasn't necessary because they didn't know each other and then when they were supposed to be butting heads it was a lot of uh they kind of could blend together pretty well mm. you know yep yeah if cool. they were both in the lineup i'd say <laughs> <laughs> i'd say uh you got a mirror in here? I don't know. I can't think of a good punchline, but yeah. No, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. All right. Well, just no character development. No. Which sucks. Yeah. And no interesting plot point. Like, I don't need an interesting plot point. I know you don't, as long as the characters are, like, with it. Mm-hmm. But 
it wasn't here. And it just kind of made me sad because they really were trying and they were trying to tell a, a good story, an important story. They were trying to do what Watchmen does. Yeah. Uh, it just because, so like, talking short. about talking about Neil Blomkamp, he, his characters, in terms of him being clunky, he doesn't always write his characters the best way, but they're so over the top. Like, in mm-hmm. Chappie, you have Hugo, uh, Hugo, not Hugo, Hugh Jackman walking around with a mullet and, uh, cargo shorts, you know, and, or like the, you have the two people from that, the South African, uh, hip hop group as the right. main characters. Right, 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 right. And right. They're, they're not very good actors, but they're, the design and the, the style the is feel. so, yeah. so elevated and over the top that it's at least somewhat memorable. Whereas in this, they're so flat that there's not you can anything fill to work in the with. Gaps, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else about? It's too darn bad. Code it's eight. too darn bad. Yeah. It's a two and a half for me. <sighs> okay. If I may. Please. Well, okay. So you know that how like I'm a big thrift shopper, right? Yes. So it's that thing when you when you're in the thrift shop, you're like, ah, oh, this is like. You know, either like it's sick or like you know it's expensive and so it's like a good deal and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you still just, you just don't like it and you know you don't need it and you really just shouldn't get it. And it just kind of sucks because you're like, ah, oh, but the fi- I found, like it's a, it's a find. Mm-hmm. It's 100% a find. But it's just, you just know that it's like, it's not, you shouldn't do it because you're never going to wear it. You're yeah. You're going to wear it. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we can move on talk about a few bits of news some a few big Ooh, things I, I guess so <laughs> now chloe should we touch on let's Dune do it first, all or should we oh or, or okay or should we talk capone mm, first it's up to you let's start with capone maybe, yeah maybe let's let's save yeah. the best for last well i think just yesterday they released the new trailer for capone Starring Tom Hardy. It was originally called Fonzo, I'm okay. pretty sure. But they, they changed it and it's directed by Josh Trank, who did the Fantastic Four reboot that like failed horribly and there was all the production Uh-oh. issues and the studio making changes to the but final marriage, cut and all that. Marriage. Yeah. So. Yeah. But he is back in action, but since because of coronavirus, it is being put directly onto streaming so the guy just can't catch a break i didn't know who's streaming it uh i don't know i mean i think it might just be for rent that's my guess it's you know it's going to be put on amazon or something it might be a blessing disguise because uh, i don't know how many people are going to see this anyway certainly not me yeah yeah so yeah it could be it could be that for sure it is a biopic on i guess it's on the final years of al capone i'm pretty sure well, Chloe, what did you what did you think of this one? Is this the next, you know, is this the next Irishman? <laughs> hey, could be in some ways. I mean, Tom Tom Hardy's back in the. We do love you know, Tom Hardy. M- mumbling. He's uh, in well, his oh, element. did you see the thing? He, yeah, he is. Did you just see the thing he got to be a part of re- uh, yesterday or the day before? He uh, reading bed uh, children's bedtime stories. Aww. My dad always sends me those when he thinks they're relevant to me. Like the David oh, really? Tennant one. Nice. Daniel Radcliffe did one uh, for Valentine's Day or something. 
or he found, or my dad found out on Valentine's Day and was like, oh, here, happy Valentine's Day, right? Uh, even though when I really liked that and I listened to it and it was like very uh, depressing. And I was like, okay, well, this fits then. This makes me feel better in right. a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, go on. Oh, oh no. I was, I was just going to say the trailer didn't really show anything that was no. revolutionary, but I, I personally love gangster stories like this. And of course, Tom Hardy being front and center, I'm there for sure. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to be. Given a, a poke when it comes uh, on streaming, which I think is next month. Well, you know what? That is good. I, that is yeah. good. Now, will I? Will it be good? Well, I, I, I don't know. Hard okay. to say. He'll just be happy that somebody, you know, bought a proverbial ticket. Yeah. This might have saved him, like I said, from uh, another failure. So. Yeah. Could, yeah. Could be. Uh, who's the audience? I mean, I guess I kind of know who the audience is. Namely you. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, but to be fair, this isn't traditionally my deal. You know, I'm not hugely opposed, mm-hmm. but also, you know, Al Capone was a very bad man. Yeah. And what the heck do I care for this? You know what I mean? What oh, do yeah. I care? I know. You know, yeah. I, sure. There you go. To be fair, I'll take Bronson, you know, I'll take it and I'll watch it. But this is sure. too much. This is not for me. Fair I, enough. Fair I went enough. on a haunted gang tour of Chicago or something like that when I was wee. I was probably 15. Huh. And I did learn a lot about Al Capone. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I've, yeah. But I'm good. So that was all I needed. Well, maybe that was can, all I needed. Can, yeah, you can fill us in and we won't yeah. have to watch it. The guy was really good. The tour guide was really good. <laughs> Awesome. But even Shout then, out. even then, I was like, "Why are we learning about bad people?" You know. But that's just me. Mm. I'm just a little annoying, little uh, stick in the mud that always points to true north. You know, that's a good way to sure. define me. Chloe, Chloe, that's why. That's why we love you. You know. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> needs some sticks here and there. Exactly. Well, that one comes out, I think, in early. I gotta May put on the cat. To... You better tell me the exact date so I can mark it. <laughs> Uh, to you know yeah all right well uh, our other big piece of news Ooh. the the big one the big we one third piece of news is but i don't know what it is at the top of the show okay. you said this this and i said and dune because i remember i said and dune we may have said the same thing absolutely once. Same... not <laughs> okay because that that's the only things Contrary i had to how i act i do listen yeah okay well, we'll we'll it's figure no comparison it out. To but that's what we've learned here today. Yeah, but the, the the first images of the new Dune adaptation were just How released, good. including Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, uh, Oscar yeah. Isaac, right? Or yeah, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa. The latter two, I couldn't give a crap, and I kind of wish they weren't right. there. Yeah, I'm glad Brolin is living his life again. But now go away. I'm good. But live your life mm-hmm. and uh, thank you. But mm, he's just not for me. And he was too yeah. much at once. You can't be. He was Thanos and uh, whatever his name is, Buckeye or whatever uh, in uh, <laughs> in That's Deadpool. It. And it's just too. Get out of here, buddy. I never really liked him to begin yeah. with. So to be fair. And it's directed by Master. Denis Villeneuve. Master is appropriate. Of, yeah, of Blade Runner 2049, Sicario, 
Arrival. I mean. Prisoners. You had. Please stop the guys. prisoners. Okay. I'm having a hard enough time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that just tells you how good that movie was. But dang, I mean, you can stop yeah. after Blade Runner 2049. If that isn't one of the best put together pieces of cinema uh, mm-hmm. that's ever, uh, you know, crossed paths with my my mind, then I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But the, the first, we got a, there was a pretty big handful of images that they released. Chloe, what did you think of them? Were you liking? I mean, of course. Hey. Certain members of the cast are are, are great, but were you liking the like look, the design? Well, no, no. I'm saying. I mean, I mean, of course, that's going to be something that you're I mean, interested. Do in. Do I but. like Hot Summer Nights? No. Do I like no, Adderall Diaries? No. 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 But I'm saying that that someone is is in a movie. I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're immediately going to love it. I'm just saying that a, a cast member is in it. That's all. Chloe, I would never. <laughs> No, I love Timmy, and I'm glad to see that he's it work. It looks good. I'm very excited. He's uh, I was I think he not he pulls just off so well. He's, he's so yeah. He he fits in mm-hmm. very well. He yeah, has I such agree. a Hamlet vibe about him, and he just really makes mm. it work. And I love to see it. And I love that yeah. because you know I'm a big dune. I'm a big dune buggy over here. Read the yes. book. Now it is going to be two movies. Oh well, it's seventy. It's seventy-five books. Two yeah. is nothing for what I'm working with. Yeah. Uh, right. So I hope, but I'm sure it'll be good because it's probably like uh, it'll probably be good as uh, all the other dude movies have been. But no, uh, if anyone can do it, it's Denny. It's time. It's we all know that we're all on board. You know, David Lynch uh, walked so that Denny could run. You know. Yeah. Ky- yeah. And Kyle McLaughlin, I love him, and he was also very good. Uh, read the books, the movie about movie about the movie. I'm just like so in it. It's very much my jam. Mm-hmm. Again, I love a social commentary and a creative fun. It's like you're. It's like a. It's like you're uh, in a dream, you know. Because- yeah. <laughs> Because Henry, let me uh, elaborate. It actually makes a lot of sense. Please, as, uh, but because because when you're dreaming, you, they say you process what you're really dealing with. You know what's your your life goings on about? What you're concerned and caring about? But also, you know, you know, there's a there's a there's a grasshopper uh, that's licking a popsicle on top of a, a cloud, uh, doing a yo-yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, look at that. That's fun. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, put that one yeah, together. You know? So so yeah. that's what I love. You know, that's, again, that's what I love about movies. And Dune is already kind of in that field. But I cannot wait to see Timothy Chalamet's kind of uh, Prince of Darkness vibes. Like, I cannot wait yeah. to see the, you know, hot take. I know. I love angsty Harry from Harry Potter. Like, that's my jam. This is that times yeah. 10,000. And it's like, okay. And the costumes look so good. Uh, and in the past, they yeah. haven't. So it's like very exciting. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad. Yeah, go now, ahead. Now, oh, no, oh no, I was just going to say. So now, unlike Blade Runner 2049, it's not being shot by Roger Deakins. <gasps> but looking at it, it's being shot by Greg Frazier, who's also doing the Batman, wow. the uh, upcoming one. He also did Vice. Okay. Uh, Mary Magdalene, Rogue One. Zero Dark Thirty, 
fox he's got lots of experience with uh dust yeah snow white and the huntsman killing them softly so he's got an interesting uh, yes that's good that one comes out in november i can't wait i can't wait i hope hope it does (laughs) yeah it's it's very exciting. Hopefully a trailer soon. I'm sure we will. I, I bet so. I bet so. They might try to draw it out. I feel like they were trying to... When's Comic-Con? Mm, July, some, maybe? Oh, well. Yeah. Something, it's late summer, it's I, I think. It's some big Comic-Con vibes, but I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. And it's also that kind of thing where you're like... Hmm. How do I say? Uh, You know, the a little obnoxious part... Of me, we've talked about this before, where, like, you know someone who's not very well-known, then you're like, oh, they're mine. Because <laughs> when they get famous, you're like, it's <laughs> mine. Because Dune, especially with yeah. Dune, is, like, such a, uh, like, it has, like, a, such a, like, a nerdy cult. Fo- it's like how a Dungeon Dragons became a uh, mainstream. And I'm kind of like, right. I am sure. But, yeah, it's all good. Do you think it's going to make money? I do. It's going to be two movies, two big budget movies. Now, Blade Runner 2049 was not a, a financial success so in, in their eyes. So gorgeous. Yes. Do you think that Dune is going to do better or worse? I really am of the mind that it's going to do better. The first okay. one. I th- <laughs> How bad does that sound? I think the first one's going to do really well. Jury's out on the second one for me. But I, yeah. think, I think the first Dune is going to have a big draw. Because it's a lot more... Uh, couldn't tell you exactly why, but I feel like it's a lot more accessible than uh, Blade Runner. The ideas were a lot more straightforward in a lot of ways. Um, you know, and, and like the books I read when I was a kid, you know, and I know other kids who've read the books or who are reading the books. Um, not that it's a, you know, it's pretty grown up ideas, but still, it's like a very accessible, un- understandable kind of world. Like I said, the dynamics are a little more straightforward, almost like a Mad Maxy kind of way. Like, you know what's up. You know what I mean? So, and I don't know. It might have gotten the better of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Might have had too much integrity, Henry, in a sense, with like the the like the trailer and stuff as well. Like it it showed you what it was, and uh, a lot of times movies don't do that because then people won't see them. Not trying to hate on society here, but uh, I love you all, film buddies. Uh, But you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I agree. And then, of course, it has a Timothy Chalamet component. So, you know, you'll get you get lots of people sure. <laughs> who don't actually care what the movie's about, probably, because he's like this. You know, he's like the Leonardo DiCaprio right now, I guess. Like, like it's uh, you find they say that like, or at least I say, I don't know, maybe I'm making myself a bigger thing or or the opposite. But, um, you know, a lot of quote unquote star power people don't actually draw people to the movie theaters come to find there's like very few like a mm-hmm. handful but uh no one's more dedicated than the teenage girl so so now do you think that this is going to have the uh the dunkirk effect where there were reports of people taking photos of harry styles when he came on screen i, <laughs> I don't or, 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 I mean, in terms of a, a fair amount of people who would only go see it I for did. that reason. Like, I had a, I, I had a coworker back at uh, Joe Van Gogh who had that exact reasoning. Who was like, I, I, that's the only reason I watched Dunkirk. Yeah, 
I think that will definitely so, happen. Not to say that's a bad thing at all, but I'm but I I definitely think that a lot of people will be there just for to see little Timmy Tim living his best life, wearing clothes that he wears sure. every day anyway. Sure. Um I do. But I don't think that'll be everyone, you know. It's not no. like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it'll open some you know, that's kind of again uh a nice thing is you find someone you whatever like in whatever way and it kind of opens you up to a new little uh, component of the world little, yeah little thing, yeah yeah you know? i agree <laughs> all right well again that one comes out in november Can't sometime before we? then we should review yodorowski's dune talk about that that'd be a oh, lot of fun we should just have a dune fest yeah, yeah. all right well that's that's about it for news, I think. And I, so I guess we can get on to our listener question. Yay! So the that's film buds, part, the film buds, yeah, the the film buds podcast at gmail dot com is where you can reach us at. Also on Facebook and Twitter at film buds and on Instagram. Wow, if you're desperate, yeah, please follow TikTok. us if you haven't already. <laughs> yeah, just. <kidding. laughs> Yeah, also at the, the filmbuds.com, all that, the contact information is there. And also check out, we didn't say at the beginning, our video podcast recently done, which is on YouTube. We'd love to hear from you if you're a new listener or if you've been listening for a while. Just send us a comment, Katie. a question. <laughs> just a, yeah, just send us a hello. hello. Why not? What, what, what else right are up. you doing? So, right in our day. You know, yeah. I love it. Well, the one we have this week is from Dakota. Nice. No, lo- no locale, but uh, might be a two for one. Uh yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That would be amazing if that was. Or the it case. might be Johnson. She wants to remain anon. True. Or Fanning. I can see that happening. And she says, "I'm just a normal girl." Or uh, you know, someone that's or, <laughs> or anyone named else. anyone. Yeah, anyone named Dakota. Or not. It could be hey. someone else and they're using a, you know. All right. Well, they say, Dear Henry and Hello. Chloe, wish you, you the best. Too. That's question- how they started it? That's so nice. <laughs> yeah. My question for you is what, if at <gasps> all, do you miss most about movie oh, yeah. theaters? Your show reigns supreme, Aww. Dakota. Thank you, Dakota. <laughs> That's so kind. <laughs> You reigned yeah. supreme, Dakota. <laughs> You're my favorite. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Screw the Johnson one. <laughs> screw the Fanning one. You're where it's at. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. Unless you are actually one of those people. In which case, egg on my face. You rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chloe, yeah, so the last movie we saw, and we saw it together, was The Invisible Man back in February. So it's been a hot minute. Now, is there something specific about going to a movie that you miss or is it just the general experience well all the first things that come to my mind are uh sarcastic so that's not cool okay um what oh you can say them i miss uh the cognitive dissonance of having a full bladder but not wanting to miss any uh i right. miss i i miss i miss looking at people who get on their phones and being angry at them i miss that you know? one dude who for sure during a preview at some point will make some joke that either the audience really comes together because of him in a in a 
a positive like wow that was hilarious dude or a resounding resentment and like oh god so i miss that moment i miss the cognitive the the anxiety of uh, not being able to see where Mm. the person you're who you know you had to go to the bathroom they went ahead in you're like where are they at i miss that um yeah the search the search I miss the the difficulty in uh, finding your most comfortable position given the circumstances. Like, you know, I'll put my ankles up here because there's nobody around. But now I feel like I, you know, kind of at the doctor's office or something, uh, ladies, uh, or something like that. Or uh, you know, uh, there's so much to it. Yeah, uh, I miss the smells of all the food I can't eat. Uh, oh, I miss the th- yeah. I missed the thrill and the slight bit of guilt in sneaking in food to the movie theater. Ooh, nice. I miss nice. that. I really do. That's true. If it's an overpriced or a chain theater, then I miss the thrill of sneaking in the food. Pure risk. No, I'm not a risk. I'm not like <laughs> even like that. I'm not like quite a thrill seeker. I'm like a, it's like a, my form of a, a, you know, it's like the force. I'm just trying to even out the world a little bit you know sure yeah you're charging way too much for this movie ticket i'm gonna sneak in my own food yeah and I, and I miss the bit of i miss the moment where i point out to whomever i'm with or usually you at our local movie theater they're like if they if they uh, s- sold things i could eat i'd get one of those yeah but they now really the issue don't. now the issue is with yeah. coronavirus do you think that movie theaters are gonna have to charge even more afterwards no. No. to stay afloat because all of them are going bankrupt they're okay don't don't make me get into politics here because uh, they're they're or, fine. no i They'll mean be, in terms of i mean they're they're let you know which kind do you mean which kind what a movie the, like that do they need will they need to charge more no will they probably um but they'll get their bailouts and so on and so forth i wouldn't fret i really wouldn't now our local movie theater a little more we don't know what's up. We never have. We never will because there's never anybody in there. But it's been there uh, since before I was born. So who knows? Uh, but for them, I hope for the best. Another thing I miss, Henry, I think you'll be with me on this, is mm. I love interacting with the people who work there. I love yeah. the awkwardness when it's one of those boys because that's funny. Uh, yeah. I love that girl, mm-hmm. Esther. That's always fun. Oh, yeah. Shout out. She's great. She reminds me of Allie, and uh, there's nobody I love more, so that's a big compliment. I love uh, hearing, uh, deciding whether or not she was going to go to that party that one time. I loved when they dressed up. They dress up sometimes, uh, you know, clearly just because they want to, not because they're told to, which is fun. Mm. Uh, I love the bad jokes that they make sometimes, uh, which is almost every single time. Not Esther, don't worry, those boys. You know what I'm talking about? Just, yeah. I just love the. That's what you love about a movie theater, you know? You're going into, you know, I don't know. I, it's like my version of it. It's like what I want. Uh, it's like my version of Disney World, you know? Yeah. I'm going in. I'm feeling my vibe. I'm going to have a good time. I'm not thinking about anything else, you know, whatever. I probably am, but I don't mean to. Uh, but but I love a little bit of cynicism. I love some real life. A little bit of, a little bit of dirt. A little bit of this, a little bit of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, for me, it's just a kind of, and I I love seeing people from high school and stuff. Right. I love it almost right. every time, and I love that. Yeah. I didn't I, say anything actually about movies, but that's okay. Yeah, I, I just miss the escape 
most of all, I think just being able to get in your car, drive to a movie, and just be away for a couple hours. You know, just get get away from your responsibilities, from the the stresses of whatever, and just watch a movie. Sit in a dark room. Phone for off. Co- phone off. Me, no. you have a stupid watch. Everybody has those watches yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, now I I wouldn't be getting text messages anyways, but I'm you know still. Turn it off. Oh, you're watching dongs. You get lots Bare- of messages. Barely. Well, it's mostly just to tell me to stand up. It's so mostly that's... Regal Crown Club. Yeah. <laughs> it's either Regal Crown Club or it's the Apple Watch t- telling me I need to stand because it's okay. been too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it's more more so the escape. And I agree, especially about our our local theater, Timberline, Regal Timberline. That group of people are, they're awkward, but they're like the good awkward. It's a very pleasant level of community for people like you and me, yeah. honey, if I may say so, who Please, don't, you may. don't, uh, aren't the most comfortable, uh, with human interaction generally. Mm. Uh, it's not a, it's not, uh, uh, I enjoy it with people, uh, I know and stuff and everything. But, uh, you know, too much stimuli, not great. So you're walking into an environment, you're all familiar, you all know the deal, especially, especially once you've gotten your ticket. Then we know. Mm. Everyone knows where they're at. Everyone knows the deal. So that's kind of nice, and you're kind of, you know, a little small talk. You know, I love a little bit of like, I love my thing where I say something and I walk away. We all know that's my thing. Sometimes it backfires, but usually it's great. You're, you know you're, I mean? you're, Chloe, you're almost Damon Lindelof in that kind of way. You, you say a, a question you. or a response and then you go, you know? I'm done. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I say something quippy right before the commercial break. That's me. Yeah. So then, you know, you go into your theater and then, then you leave and you're like, oh, good night, good night. So you see, I love that kind of thing. You know, like I love my soccer team. Mm-hmm. I, I love the sense of community, uh, but there's not too much there. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, if you love movies, you're probably a little emotionally closed off. That's how he is. That's how we do. Fair enough. But also, it's just fun, you know? And you, yeah. And you're doing something like a, you can go by yourself or you can go with people, different kinds yeah. of people. Uh, that sounded, you know what I mean by that, though? Yeah. And see, see I, I miss both going alone and going with you, Chloe. There's you two, too, Henry. You- they're two whole different experiences, but I miss them both equally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the beauty of movies. And you're like this little, you know, that's the other thing. You're, it's kind of, it's a comforting, your, your teeny little thing in the little space. Like you, like you don't, in a nice way, you don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? Like you're mm-hmm. just, you're taking it all in, like you're a little kid again. The, you know, the lights against your face. You know what I mean? We all have that kind of image. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. But, and then uh, the anticipation. I'm, I'm, also, previews, man. Oh, man, previews. I, miss, I, miss, I miss seeing the same preview, Yeah, t- uh, you know, 20 times in a month. I miss that. I genuinely do. Yeah. yeah. I love previews. Um, yeah. I love, I miss the moment where you realize you've forgotten the movie you're about to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well said. Thank you. All right. Well, that's yeah. You, you kind of said it, said it all, Chloe. I, I said, but it I, not. Chloe, I didn't even know that's what I was gonna say. You put the words in my mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. And I also miss bonus because not all theaters do this. When we do have to go to a bigger theater, or whatever, and they have the stupid trivia. Like if you get there super early or whatever, mm. and they have the dumb trivia. I miss getting mad that I know all the trivia and I get nothing <laughs> for it. 
Yeah. And it still takes way too long. Yeah. Now, also, the one thing I don't miss, assigned seating. Let's hope post-coronavirus they just oh. get rid of that. Henry, our, our theater of choice doesn't have assigned seating. I know, but sometimes... That goes together very well. I know, but sometimes, occasionally, there's a movie at Silver Spot or South Point that I say, I got to see it in a theater, and it's not at, at Regal. I got to go. Yeah, that sucks big time. I don't like assigned seating. I just no. don't one bit. I remember the first time I saw a movie with assigned seating was in New York City. Uh, my aunt took me to see uh, Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton version, and we had to wait in line for a long time. I said, why are we waiting in line? And she said, we have to get uh, our seat. We have to get because it also wasn't at that point by computer. So we had to go mm. pick your seat and return in like oh, a, an hour or whatever. So you had to go there super early to get a good seat, and then you left, and then you came back for your seat. And so I said, stupid. I said, uh, I know I'm a little anarchical over here, but this is why I hate bureaucracy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Let's just get here when we get here and go get our seat. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah now, uh, one thing in terms of a local thing that, again, it's it's a very big company, so I don't know how much they're they're hurting, but with South Point, which is an IMAX theater, the thing that does suck with that theater is they they spent like all of last year doing yeah. all of those additions and remodeling yeah. and so like now this almost a whole new theater is now completely um dead essentially which which is too bad because they really i'm sure spent a ton of money to get that redone but hopefully uh you know we'll see yeah we'll see you know that's how yeah. this moment has never existed before each yeah. and every second is a new baby or whatever. New moment, yes. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for the question, Dakota. Dakota. We always appreciate it, as we said. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's end off, shall we, with our picks of the week. I only have maybe one, one or two things. So if, Chloe, you have anything you want to touch uh, on? Yeah, still watching uh, one of the best shows of all time. I know I say that about everything, but what can you do? Uh, Silicon Valley, so uh, good. Yeah. That is something for free from HBO right now. Okay. And it's a very informative show. You learn a lot. You laugh a lot. You say, oh, my gosh. It's a, It's just a, really it's an underdog story, which we love. It's very well written, very witty, nice developed characters, um, good acting. I love Zach Woods in everything <laughs> he does, and this is by far my favorite. Jared is probably my favorite fictional character of all time, period. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Uh, so good. So that's free. So if you've never been able to watch it before, now is your time. And I learn a lot about, and it, that shows it's good because, again, it, it has me interested in a, an area of life that I usually couldn't give a crap about. Yeah. Silicon Valley. I don't care. Turns out. It's interesting. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the certain things, of course, that goes through every uh, way of life or whatever. So, very good little satire there. Uh, what else have I watched? Loki, I've tried to get into... Uh, <laughs> you'll love this, Henry. I've tried to get into uh, cartoons. Okay. Kind of. Love it. Like, I, but, but it doesn't work for me. But I tried. But it depends on what, what, what kind. I tried Rick and Morty. Okay. Now, I, I, I'm not... Not to say it's a bad show, but I am not really a fan of that show. I know Chris Evans loves it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's my barometer. So right. No, I just know the, you know, um, again, I like, like, uh, like we made you watch Over the Garden Wall. Like, I love 
basically like creative little you know little snow globe so you can visit so i love yeah. that but uh yeah it wasn't super my jam uh how many episodes did you watch just I'm, out of curiosity i think the total i've managed one and a half okay um and i like it in theory there's a lot about it like that's that's kind of the same gears. thing with me like i, I want to like it more than i do because i see the the merit but for some reason, it just doesn't really vibe with me. And I, I, considering that we are isolated, I might try and just give it a shot. But that's what I'm thinking. And I love community. Um, Dan Harmon uh, did both. So yes. um, I think I might try again because the things that annoy me about it are um, things I'm hoping will get out of the way soon. Like over the top uh, character things that wear on me the first time I heard it, but it's bound to just be established and gone soon. I would mm-hmm. hope, you know. Like he says Morty all the time. Like Morty. Like I just hope his. <laughs> <laughs> I know everyone says this about me, but I hope his voice gets less annoying, like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I'm just I'm just kind of over that. So now is this on Hulu? Yeah. Okay. But it's obviously like a, a play on Doctor Who, and we all know that I love Doctor Who. So that's kind of fun, and it has a lot of heart, you can tell. Um, kind of reminds me of my dad and me. So huh. uh, My dad's not an alcoholic, um, or my grandfather. So mm-hmm. those are two differences for sure. I'm also not, a, you, know, a, you know, really dumb, but... Right. You know, <laughs> tomato, potato. Yeah, so I tried that, and then I tried, I said, okay, well, this isn't quite working for me. But, you know, I'm trying to get my mind in that, you know, I'm not getting all the creativity. I usually am trying to, you know, whatever. Get that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I then tried to watch, um, reluctantly, I tried to watch Adventure Time, because I know that's another big one. Yes. And I said, I really don't like this. But that one's, that one's like four kids, I think, right? Or More so. I, I think for- I, a lot of people our, our age watches it, though. <laughs> yeah. So. But I'm definitely, if I'm going to find an avenue, I think for me personally, perhaps it's because of my cynicism or impatience, I'd have to walk down the adult swim lane. That's right. what I, that's what I picked up from the, the, the watching. Cause I watched about one and a half episodes of both and one and a half might be a little more generous than uh, what took place. But, uh, mm. uh, in any case, but yeah, so I learned that, but you know, it was worth exploring. Uh, as I told you, I have a been having a little bit of a uh sleepy uh unfortunate uh you know that can happen sometimes when you have a what i have just some days you're really sleepy and you like your body like which happens to everyone yeah. to be fair but like i totally oh, well, zombified still. totally yeah. zombified so i came up i said well i might as well try to you know now's the time to mm-hmm. try to watch these shows but ah oh, so sad that i can't get into them because i want to <laughs> I only like over the garden wall. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Only so many times you can watch over the garden wall. Yeah. Yeah, well maybe I'll I'll give him a shot and then I can talk about him with you next week. You know, you know. I definitely can't do I can't do adventure time anymore. It yeah. t- it took too much and I also didn't like the uh character designs. So that was yeah. it was just not my yeah, that one's crossed off the list. Rick and Morty I got to try again. I think I got to give another shot, but All right. Well, oh my god, only... we didn't even talk about my favorite thing in Watchmen is that the president is Robert Redford. Oh yeah, I love that great. because it highlights again that there's problems on both sides. I hate the hypocrisy of 
uh, you know, liberal people, conservative people, the total hypocrisy. Absolutely. Liberal people, given the chance, would vote in Robert Redford for president, even though he has no reason to be president. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I said, yes, Watchmen, call it out. Call it out like you see it. Okay? So I love yeah. that. Thank you for letting me get that in there because that is something that I loved. Yeah. All right. Well, the only, pretty much the only thing I have is I watched the first episode of Mosaic on HBO. What the which heck is, is the, that? Is the Steven Soderbergh directed mystery series or miniseries? I don't know what and we're it, talking about. Yeah, it, it's very. It's a, it came out maybe uh, two, three years ago. Oh yeah, I'm on HBO every day. I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, it has. Oh who does it have in it? Not really many people. That oh, it has adult Eddie from St- uh, It Chapter okay, Two. Okay. Yes. Oh, did you see that's on uh who that's on HBO now? Wait, do you I have did. HBO? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, everyone. We're not trying to be a No, really there was that. a... I, I, don't, I don't know the all the details, but there. when this series came out, there was an app that was created for it to where you could follow Dora along... Dora the Explorer? Uh, well, you, you could follow along and choose... Make certain choices similar to the Bandersnatch thing. Okay. And it would go different ways as you watched it. Or it would it would give you different explanations. Now, I have not done the it myself. OG Bandersnatch. In a way, yeah. Okay. But it's it's directed by Steven Soderbergh. It is a... That's why it's called uh, Mosaic. That's, yeah. It, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's a mystery series that follows this well-known politician, I guess she is, or, or artist. And it's all about the, the intrigue and deception that goes around the, the life of this woman. Oh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Wow. It was... Overall... Now, I've only watched one episode. It was solid it's kind of it looks bad it was it wasn't bad it's the the setting which i think it's in utah if i'm not mistaken it's done at around the time speaking of robert redford of sundance or it looks to be like it seems okay. like you could walk right over and sundance would be going on right right there well that'll make you more likely to like it i feel like yeah and the you the character yeah the character dynamics are there's nothing incredible but there is some kind of fresh perspectives and dynamics between certain people. So there is an element of intrigue that I thought was effective. And the okay. setting, as I said, was was interesting and different for a series like this. That being said, the the storytelling was a bit messy. I couldn't really tell you what was happening. <laughs> but in a way that felt in- intentional, but not necessarily so much that it worked totally sure. for you. You know, it was frustrating mm-hmm. a little bit, but still... An interesting pilot for a, a mystery series, and being directed by Soderbergh that adds something to it. But mm. um, not a not a complete home run, but like you you made it to second base. You know you're <laughs> you know you you made it nice. <laughs> you're you're not sure if you're gonna get all the sure. way back home, but you're you're happy to be there. Okay, stuck in outfield. Perfect. You, you feel yeah, you feel proud that you made it to second base. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're probably going to get thrown out. Okay. So. I I probably won't watch it. Uh, well, have I even watched anything else? God, I don't know what I'm doing all the time, man. Yeah, I don't know, Henry. Sorry. That, yeah, and then I've just been watching Cheers. I can't remember. I've been trying to watch more like movie movies, mostly so I don't feel like a, a fraud on here. And I have watched a couple, and I can't remember the name of any of them because they're really indie. One was about a teacher and... Uh, it's a lot to get into. Um, 
which is now is the the time, but uh, I can't tell you what it's called. And uh, naturally, I'm not logged into anything on my phone, and I'll do better next time. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all good. <laughs> I probably won't, but no, no problem. I want to. We covered plenty. It's all it's it's all good. Yeah. All right. Well, that about does it. I think if Chloe, unless there's anything else you want to mention, Henri, I think you're quite right. Okay. Well, next week, as I think it's going to be for a while, it's kind of up in the air. We had talked about maybe doing something with Sharp Objects, the HBO miniseries. But again, there's a million options. So we'll we'll figure out something fun to do. And we might be doing a Music Buds coming up. It just depends on schedule and all that. But probably sooner than it has been in the past, just because we, you know, we're at home more. So we might as well. Correct. Well, Chloe, it's great to see you, and I, I know I always say, but I do miss you. I, you I wish I wish we could be back together. Ah, uh, one day. Yes, one day. Wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we hope that everyone out there is staying safe. Yeah. You know, be, be possible, stay happy stay at home, and if you can stay at home, and if you can't, it, be safe. Think we wish you could. Yeah, we wish you the best. You should be able to. So don't uh, don't uh, don't forget your worth, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Chloe, or uh, everybody, we <laughs> hoped <laughs> we we hope you in- enjoyed it. Uh, uh, seventeen trillion four hundred eighty second thousand nine hundred thirty second. As as much as, as we did. <laughs> And we'll see you next time. (laughs) 